It's time for the December 16th, 2016, 16, 16, 16 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review and a skew view of the last 168, 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm exhausted, but I'm Mike Caspar. <laughs> And that, of course, is Mahler, the fake news dog. That's right, Mahler. Bark it out. Bark it out. Bark, <laughs> out, your, That's right. bark out your fake bark. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Fake bark. Yeah. yeah. You're a fake, Mahler. You're... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nothing but a fake. Yeah. Today we'll be talking about Aleppo. Oh. Yeah. Yahoo, an inflated sex doll. Ooh. Fishing. Yeah. National unintelligence and more. But first, Kichua. Good night. Kichua. 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 Peru launched its first nightly news broadcast in Kichua, the language of the Inca Empire. Oh, yes, that's right. Way to go, Incas. Yeah, that's what to... I say. You know, hang in <laughs> there, Incas. Only... It's cool. About 13% of Peruvians speak Kichua fluently. 13%. That's pretty... But many parents didn't pass the language to their children, fearing they'd be rejected or mocked oh, for God. using Kichua. Wow. That's right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> is, is that is that? That's Mahler's his... upset about that. Well, He's been mocked before. Well, he has been mocked, but I th- I really see that as a shout out. To yeah, yeah, the to the Incas. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, it only took about six hundred years, so yeah. yeah, way to go. Kichua gave us words like puma. Uh, puma. Oh, I love that word. Yeah, I do too. You know, some people say puma, but it's puma. Yeah. Condor. Oh. And now the controversial word, the most controversial word. Can we say it on the air? Oh yeah, yama. Or llama, oh, okay. depending on which side of the border you're on. Yes. And alpaca. Well, and other stuff, too. I mean, they didn't stop with that's not no, all the uh, language they, they, we have. Have, they didn't have four words in their language. Yeah. They had a lot more than that. Yeah. Uh, speakers didn't uh, want to admit they spoke Quechua so they could be accepted by Spanish-speaking society. And then the media yeah. never said it because right. they're discriminatory pigs right, and things exactly. go on. Eight million people speak the language that's pretty good. in parts of Peru, Ecuador, Bolivia, Colombia, Argentina, and Chile. Mm-hmm. Once dominated by the Incas there. Uh-huh. They ruled those places. Okay. Quechua is the most widely spoken indigenous language in the Americas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. So they got their own uh, TV network there. They, yeah. Well, they yeah. got their reading the news in Quechua. Do, do they have their own network? Is that what? Well, they read the news in Quechua. Yeah. 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 No, it's the good. first nightly news broadcast. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, no yeah. network. I wish yeah. they did have a network. Yeah, I'd want to watch some Quechuan uh, soccer. Well, no. that. No. I would like some maybe some uh, reality shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See that. The Chinese government appeared to confirm that it had been placing anti-aircraft guns mm. and other military hardware on the disputed Spratly Islands in the South China Sea. Aren't those the islands they no. built? No, they didn't build those items, okay. islands, uh, but uh, China promised uh, they would not militarize the Spratly Islands, and they went and did it. They have other islands they built on, like, uh, coral Re- stuff, yeah, reefs. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. kind of piled That's dirt right. on reefs and... That's the Chinese. The Spratly Islands are in the middle of a territorial dispute between Brunei, the People's Republic of China, Malaysia, the Philippines, Taiwan, and Vietnam. So there's a dispute. So who's going to win that one? Who's, who's going to win what? Who, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah well, and what you're inferring in some way, Nathan Callahan, is that China might have lied about their intentions. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. 
and that's what will happen. Yeah, that's what yeah. will happen. Speaking of territorial disputes, it must be time for Weekly Signals news from bomby countries. God. Yeah, this is a bad this one. This is a really bad week. Guys. We go over to Aleppo, and where the Syrian civil defense, known as the White Helmets, yeah. I got something else I call a white helmet, but I don't want to bring that up no, here. Says here. a civilian evacuation convoy out of Aleppo was attacked by Syrian government forces, killing one person and wounding at least four more, including a medical worker. Pretty much the evacuation there, as of now, has been suspended. Yeah. The Syrian army and its Russian ally resumed blowing up eastern Aleppo despite a ceasefire. The Syrian government troops seized almost full control of Aleppo, and at least 82 civilians, including women and children, have been shot on sight by Syrian government troops in recent days. So some people describe it as doomsday there. Yeah. You live there. Russia has described it as a victory against terrorists and jihadists and innocent people. And innocent people. Yeah, the U.S. Yeah. The U.S. reportedly halted the sale of some weapons to Saudi Arabia. Don't know which yet. Yeah, I, I assume it's cluster bombs. I would hope so. Since March 2015, more than 10,000 people have died in the ongoing conflict in Yemen. Oh, at least. The vast majority killed by Saudi-led airstrikes. U.S.-made munitions have been found at the scene of Saudi-led bombings where civilians have been killed. The ongoing war also sparked a medical and hunger crisis. And UNICEF says a child dies every 10 minutes in Yemen because of malnutrition, diarrhea, or respiratory tract infection, which is pretty much the caused by all the... The low standard in the yeah. world right now, I think. Yeah. By the way, the United States, in addition to selling them weapons, is also providing them with logistical support yeah. in this effort as well. Uh, Human Rights Watch says satellite imagery shows the Burmese military intentionally oh. raised Gahingya villages in the state of Rahine. Yeah. Yeah. The UN called on Burma leader Aung San Suu Kyi to intervene and halt the military campaign against the long-persecuted Muslim ethnic group, uh, the Rohingya. Yeah. By the way, that uh, Aung San Suu Kyi is yeah. a Nobel Prize winner and yeah. a, a Peace Prize winner. We hope yeah. that she'll do better than what the situation is currently. Yeah. Now, keep in mind... Burma or a Myanmar or whatever they call it right now is consists of a of a parliament that is one quarter military yeah. by by law they don't even have to vote for these people they're in the parliament one quarter of them so that there's yeah. a tremendous institutional barrier there to overcome a lot of this stuff and they were raping and killing civilians right at will there the military yeah, the military was. Was. it wasn't so like they were making excuses this is like ethnic they got in the way. this is ethnic cleansing yeah. is what this is and they also mowed down Rohingya, you know, the, yeah, the ethnic group sure. there. They just went over with helicopters and, and mowed them down. Right. Yeah. This is the really entire good. area, the state of Rahin, has been sealed by a military order to keep out aid workers and journalists. And by the way, we've been making overtures to Burmese. You and I? Not you and I. Oh. No, but the, the United States military and uh -huh. our government has been making overtures because they appear to be moving in the right direction. I hope re re we reconsider that. In Turkey, a pair of bombs ripped through crowds outside an Istanbul soccer stadium, killing 38 people. A splinter group of the banned Kurdistan Workers' Party, or PKK, claimed responsibility. In Egypt, a bomb exploded during Sunday mass in Cairo's main Coptic Christian cathedral, killing 25 people and wounding nearly 50 others. The blast tore apart pews and seared pillars, leaving six children among the dead. 
no claim of responsibility there. It was the worst violence against Egypt's minority Christian population since a series of attacks in 2011. Yeah. And a suicide bomb exploded at Somalia's biggest port, killing at least 29 people. Militants from the group Al-Shabaab claimed responsibility there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just... That's depressing. That is... Yeah, yeah Mahler. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Philippines President Rodrigo Duterte, if you ever want to get out of your depression, just bring this guy up. God. He'll get you more depressed. Yeah. He'll get you, you know, psychic. We're not psychic. It, well, psychologically he, disturbed. Yeah, he is psychologically disturbed. And, it, yeah. and he just, just when you think that he, he can't get any nuttier, you're going to tell me why. why well, he bragged wrong. to a group of business leaders that he personally carried out extrajudicial killings while he was mayor of Davo. As, that's in the Philippines. Yeah. He's a mayor there. He, what he, he was, said he is President Duterte launched a brutal war on drugs. This is background right, right now. So you know he has a big drug war there. Since July, yeah. nearly 6,000 people have been uh, killed, suspected of drug involvement. Essentially, you can kill anybody you don't like as long as they use drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But remember, good people don't smoke marijuana, Mike. No. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. Thank God. Duterte bragged he would drive around the city. This is what he said to the business guys. Yeah. I drive around the city and uh, on his motorcycle and personally ex execute suspects. Yeah. Personally do it. Again, how is this how is this guy not being considered for the International Criminal Court yeah. right now? And what he says to the business leader is that he did this whole thing on his motorcycle, the killings, yeah. the drive-by shootings, yeah. just to show the guys, he said, if I can do it, why can't you? Yeah. He's setting a, a good example. He's setting such an example. In Brazil. God. President Michel Temer is facing accusations of soliciting nearly $3 million in illegal campaign contributions in 2014. The revelations came only one day after a poll showed the majority of Brazilians, 63%, that's almost a super majority, yeah, it is. want Temer to resign. Temer rose to power earlier this year after the impeachment of Dilma Rousseff in a process we like to call a coup. This is a long. Sometimes they talk about a slow motion coup or a you know or a silent coup. Yeah. This is all of the above. This is crazy. These people have been basically leaderless. Crazy it, coup. As as bad as dysfunctional as we are, yeah. and will get worse. Uh, we are we're approaching Brazilian levels, I believe. We Brazilian will, levels yeah, of, of of dysfunction in government. Yeah. But that that is nuts. That's and this is one of the largest economies in the world, by yeah. the way. Brazil's like in the top yeah. 10 economies yeah. in the world. Yahoo admitted as many as 1 billion accounts were hacked in 2013. Yeah. Yahoo says the hack involved private user information, including names, phone numbers, birth dates, passwords, security questions, and naked photos of politicians. <laughs> Just kidding on that one. But it probably did. In September, Yahoo also admitted that 500 million of its accounts were hacked in 2014. So we got like... You know, one and a half billion accounts yeah. hacked by Yahoo. Yeah. That's the two biggest hacks of a single company in history. Well, and by the way, how many more people are actually on Yahoo than that? I know. It's and pretty the, much all. I can't imagine that there are many more. Mahler, are you on Yahoo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, know. I, didn't, I, I don't like them either. Uh, a prominent Chilean business leader presented the Chilean economy minister, Luis Cespedes, an inflated sex doll. 
on stage at an annual business event, the sex doll named Sexma, which was the name of the company, uh-huh. was handed to Cespedes with the comment that it could be used to stimulate the economy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank well, you very I much. A little I bit slow there, yeah, Mahler, yeah, on the no. uptake. I, I need it quicker. Beat, then do it. Not like five beats. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah that's more that, like That's okay. weak. Revelers in Guatemala set ablaze. They sparked these cardboard representations. This is something different. Where is in this? Guatemala. Guatemala. They took these cardboard, they t- pinatas, essentially. Trump, T-Rump pinatas. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, and they were wearing devil horns. I like this already. Yeah, okay. these T-Rump Piñatas wearing devil horns were burned during a traditional local advent ceremony. Okay. That's, that's Christmas, yeah. and, you know, kind yeah. of the season, yeah. Yeah. Uh, called La Cuema del Diablo, or the burning of the devil. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that, that harkens back to uh, uh, Hugo Chavez at the UN. It's kind of, they kind of riffed off of what he did at the yeah. UN, where he got up there the day after George Bush had spoken to the UN and said, it smells of sulfur. Yes. Yes, the devil was here. Hey, I'm going to move on to All drones right, right. Are you going to go there? Okay, yeah, I'm going to do let's some go, drones. Some drones for you, Mahler. Some drones. <laughs> yeah, some drones. Yeah, yeah, drones, Mahler. <laughs> and now it's time for Drones in the News, brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club. This guy's excited. Mahler, and people like you. <laughs> yeah, not so excited about no, that. No. In the UK, that's England, Jeff Bezos showed off a video of one of his primary delivery drones fulfilling an Amazon order. He had a video oh of it, my. you know, and it's actually an actual Amazon order ordered by people. Yeah. At the request of Jeff Bezos, probably. But yeah. he wouldn't have uh, been able to do that in the U.S. Our drone laws prohibit that. We have to be able to see the drone that we're piloting here unless you have a special permit. And, and he, they, trust me, they'll get a special yeah, permit. Yeah, Amazon will likely collaborate with Trump's FAA, or T-Rump as we call him, the FAA there, when he gets in power to craft a new U.S. drone rule allowing them to deliver. Amazon's primary drones are fully autonomous and don't have a human-controlling takeoff, flight, or landing. A technician can track the drones and have access to the uh, aircraft's camera feed just in case they run into a crow or a baby or, you know, or you know who else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or a that's dog. Right. Or a dog. <laughs> yeah, or a Mahler, dog, yeah. yeah. The Prime Airdrome uh, service will have its own fulfillment centers where drones are loaded with product for un- from underneath. You know, they'll just kind of be hovering over there or not hovering. They'll probably be suspended yeah. and the product will be put in their backside and then they'll just take <laughs> off well actually they'll go down a robotic conveyor belt yes so the takeoff is all everything's roboticized there. yeah yeah because yeah. because robots don't need days off or yeah. vacations I yeah mean, just or, like or, yeah, yeah like our new uh, secretary of labor yeah, would say yeah, yeah exactly yeah. perfect a north korean run news website claims that a defector group is planning to use explosive suicide drones to blow up statues of its former leaders <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a splinter group from North Korea that are go- it's going to blow up North Korean leaders. The group has already conducted test flights. Wait, I don't know. This is according to <laughs> North Korean propaganda, though, so it's hard to tell. But yeah. they, 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 these test flights are from the Chinese border. Yeah. And they want to blow up King Il Sung and Kim Jong Il's statues. They claim the plan was approved by South Korean President Park Geun-hye. In an attempt to divert attention away from the corruption scandal, which saw her uh, impeached Beach, last yeah, week. she got nailed last yeah. week, yeah. And so, uh, anyway, North Koreans, uh, media, you know how they are. You know, the, I'm, I'm thinking right now, the, the North Korean propaganda machine must be really ups- 
pissed off right now. Can I say that? I mean, because we're overtaking them well, in our own in our own our, our, our fake news propaganda. is just we just stole the whole yeah the whole. Well, here's I think they, they did pretty well here. They okay. said we will never forgive anyone who desecrates our leaders. Well, yeah, 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 that's yeah. and will ruth ruthlessly end the lives of those. They'll Ruthless. not just end the lives; <laughs> they will ruthlessly end the lives of those who take part in such activities, even if we have to chase them all around the globe. I, I, honestly. Copyright on this idea right now. I'm copywriting it. Yeah, I'm going to put together a play, like a like a two person play. You and me just reading North Korean uh, propaganda. Yeah, okay. It'll be the funniest thing that's yeah. hit Broadway since uh, since the Marx Brothers. Can I cross dress? You can. Yeah, I, I, I hope, you, I I hope like, you do. I, ooh, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Are we already there? He's, yeah, he's tracking it up already for yeah. news from the clown oh, car. Uh, <sighs> make cacostocracy great again, yeah. is what I say. <laughs> Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican of Kentucky, and House Speaker Paul Ryan, Republican of Wisconsin, both announced their support for an investigation into whether Russia tweaked the U.S. presidential oh. election to, to help T. Rump oh, win. Bull. Yeah. Bull. Well, you well, they're know, gonna, they're going to hijack this thing and turn it into how, why Hillary didn't come clean on the. You people. watch Fox News too much. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, but you've been watching Mitch, their propaganda. Mitch McConnell is the one who kept this from becoming public. I don't know why he has veto power over this. Yeah. But back in September, when the intelligence agencies wanted to come forward with this evidence on yeah, Russia, and Obama involved, talked about this evidence yeah, in September. Yeah. And why is it he, that he, he gets to decide we don't get to hear it? I don't get that. Well, he wants to hear it now, but oh, he wants yeah. to drag it out for a year. The chair of the Intelligence Committee, Republican Richard Burr of North Carolina, and the chair of the Armed Sur Services Committee, Republican Senator John McCain of Arizona, are leading the inquiry. The Obama administration also supports the congressional investigation. Yeah. Well, Ten co electoral college electors, nine Democrats and one Republican, sent a letter to CIA Director James yeah. Clapper demanding an intelligence briefing on Russian efforts to elect T. Rump before yeah. the Electoral College meets on Monday. Yeah. They want to know what's up with all this stuff. Right. Uh, Hillary's com campaign backed their request. Right. She said, go for it. T. Rump called the CIA's conclusions uh, of Russian interference ridiculous. By the way, I, I just in this vein, and I'll just take a second here to, to say, there is at virtually no question that the Russians did, in fact, attempt to interfere with their electoral process. What attempt we, to. Right. Yeah. We What we don't know is what their intention is. Yeah. So the, the popular theory is that they intended to get Trump elected, and I, I lean towards that. But it's also another. There's another factor in the in the uh, Russian uh, involvement, and that is to create confusion yeah, and chaos. To destabilize. To destabilize, yeah. so that we have we can rely on no none of our institutions. That's what they do over there. That's right. That's, they, That's they, right. they they try to uh, exactly. destabilize all their uh, institutions so they can get away with crap. Exactly. Now. So we should really be looking at this. Yes, I think that they were trying to get Donald Trump elected yes i think they this tillerson thing being nominated all of this is part of a what i believe to be some kind of uh, somehow putin has convinced trump that the that the white people of the world are under assault and therefore we must hold back the hordes i think that's a component of this but i i do think that there's also an attempt just i think to he just wants money why is it always well, racial with you it's it, money because, it's the economy no, stupid because, because i think that trump is a racist and i do think that appealing i think he's to, a guy he's a classist 
he would look upon you the same way he'd look upon any black man, mm-hmm. except Kanye West, who has a lot of money, so he thinks he's a cool well, dude. Okay. That's well, where right. Trump is from. Right. I mean, he might he probably has some racist tendencies, but he doesn't want anybody hanged. He doesn't want no. yeah, he doesn't want to put anybody no. at a disadvantage who's going to make him money. No, he, be they black, be they white. He, he's a racist, and he, but he has surrounded himself you just, you just with white what supremacists. I proved no, no, he has surrounded himself. Yeah, because he can get more money when he has someone like Steve Bannon up there. Anyway. Okay. Uh, uh, unnamed U.S. intelligence official said Putin was personally directed how to hack this, uh, how hack material from Democrats yeah. was leaked and used. Yeah. So he, he was in, uh, that's what they say at least, he yeah. was directing this. Obama vowed to spend his last weeks in office pursuing economic sanctions or another form of retaliation against Russia for the cyber attacks. Mm-hmm. And then T. Rump falsely stated that Obama had waited until after the election to raise the issue. Doesn't he watch TV? Is he always on his Twitter account? Doesn't he see these events happen, or is this just part of the distraction? I do think that it's... I think he's adopting the the Russian model. Yes, I do. I really, truly do. This comes as a New York Times investigation revealed the FBI was aware a Democratic National Committee computer had been hacked as early as September 2015. This was by a team known as the Dukes which the FBI says is linked to the Russian government. The Times investigation goes on to report an FBI agent called the DNC repeatedly to tell them about it, but the DNC people there just thought it was a prank call. Yes. Yeah. Now, the other Russian groups that were involved in the hack are Cozy Bear and Fancy Bear. These are two known uh, outfits that the Russians use. Uh, additionally, it was something Buddy called Guccifer, yeah. and he was quickly revealed yeah, to be a fraud. We talked about Guccifer yeah, like yeah. months and months but ago I know. doing this yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. But he was revealed to be a fraud because he claimed to be Romanian, and when the interviewer questioned him in Romanian, he obviously was responding in, in Google Auto Translator. So, I mean, he's a, he was a fraud. He was yeah. probably a front. He was just a front for the Russians. So there's a lot of evidence uh, about this. The lot. Times also reports hackers used phishing to infiltrate the emails of top targets. They were low-tech stuff. I know. They, they, lame. They, Hillary Clinton's campaign chairperson, John Podesta, yeah, this was uh, emails were successfully hacked and then leaked over the summer. Uh, th- that You remember that? Yeah. Well, that was phishing. You send John Podesta, the former chairman of Hillary Clinton's cam- uh, presidential campaign, right. the chief of staff to President Bill Clinton, right. and counselor to Obama, you send him an email yeah. asking the- him to click here to change, to change your password. password. This is coming from nowhere or maybe some you know made-up site. You don't do that. There's eight-year-olds who would never fall for yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, come on. You think they would warn these people about some basic stuff well, like that? Well, apparently one of the guys on his online. staff said, "Go ahead and do it." Yeah, he said, "Go, yeah, you got to change no, it." No, what you do is, of course, you go online, you find the correct address of the site of right. whoever is asking you to right. change your right. password, right. and then you go into the account in case John Podesta is out there listening right now. Right, John. Yeah, and if you see, listen in the, to your morning briefings. If you see in the email, are you? In the in the in the line for the for the yeah. email, you might have a, maybe second thoughts that it yeah. might be a Russian. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I'm such yeah, an idiot. Yeah. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at facebook.com KUCI 88.9 or on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com or on Twitter at KUCI FM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University. And then to KUCI 88.9 That's how you do it. FM. That's how it's done. Back to T-Rump. Okay. You want to know about that. I do. 
there's a lot of stuff going on with T Rump this week. Yeah, just to say, just 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 in. Yeah. Hillary called the Russian uh, uh, emails mm-hmm. uh, uh, an attack against our country. Well, it That's, is an attack. Yeah. Well, let the cyber wars begin. Well, again, just we are in a new world. We haven't quite adjusted to this idea of cyber attacks and the impact they will have on us, but they will. T. Rump was questioned by Chris Wallace of Fox News over his plans to continue skipping daily presidential intelligence briefings. I'm like a smart person, T. Rump said. I don't have to be told the same thing in the same words every single day for the next eight years. He sounds like a child, doesn't, doesn't he? he? Yes. I mean, it truly does sound like a child. This How? is a guy who you'd think you would just fake it. He's faking everything else. Don't you fake your intelligence briefings? Don't well, you grab a cup of coffee and sit there and, and you know at least listen to somebody present something to yes, you? Yes, and especially for a guy who's never held public office, never governed anything, but but by a fiefdom of his own politi- uh, uh, yeah. financial empire, and you would think he would at least give it a couple of uh, six months, yeah, to to kind of know the yeah. you know soak it, it up a little soak bit. Soak it yeah. up. What do you think? The Environmental Protection Agency released its final report on the impacts of fracking, concluding after a six-year study that fracking does contaminate drinking water. Under some circumstances, they said, the report found that all stages of the fracking process have the potential to contaminate drinking water. It's the most comprehensive study we've had so far, and I'm looking forward to T. Rump overturning that. Right, and this is this is to uh, reconfigure the uh, this same report that came out a few months ago, in which they basically said we don't know yet if it's contaminating yeah. water. So this somebody went back to the EPA and I hope it was Obama and said, get your act together, yeah. and do this because all the data is here. You're just making some assertion. You're making it too easy for T. Rump. You're is making what you're it, doing. and it's not true that yeah. there's no impact on the uh, 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 fracking on our water. T. Rump met with a slew of technology leaders at T. Rump Tower, including Amazon's Jeff Bezos, Apple's Tim Cook, Facebook's Sheryl Sandberg. The meeting was organized by T. Rump transition team member billionaire Ted Thiel, Peter Thiel, sorry, who famously drove the news website Gawker out of business by secretly bankrolling a controversial lawsuit with wrestler Hulk Hogan Mm -hmm. against Gawker Media earlier this year. That was kind of a uh, strong man tactic there. They, they couldn't defend themselves that's anymore. That's right, that's right. They reportedly talked about immigration at this uh, technology T-Rump tech conference. They reportedly talked about immigration, education, and trade with China, but we don't know because journalists were forced to leave after just a few minutes. Yes. T-Rump's adult children... I, had, I wasn't aware that any member of that family was an adult, but nevertheless, <laughs> Donald Jr., Ivanka, and Eric were also at the meeting. T. Rump's inclusion of his children in political meetings raised increasing concerns about conflicts of interest given their role in running T. Rump's business. Yeah. Meanwhile, Elizabeth Warren is leading a group of Democrats seeking to implement a clause in the Constitution specifically written to prevent um, yes. conflicts of interest. Yes. It would require the president and vice president to disclose and divest any potential conflict of interest. It's the emollient clause. Yeah. And then an increasing number of technology workers, back to technology again, uh, and at least one major company have said they will not participate in the creation of the National Registry for People uh, from Majority Muslim Countries. That was one of Trump's campaign proposals. Hundreds of tech workers have signed on to pledge uh, to a pledge titled Never Again. They'll, they will never do such a thing. The company Twitter also said it would not participate in the creation of such a database. Twitter was not invited to T-Rump's tech meeting because during the campaign, 
fact, Twitter refused to allow an emoji version of the hashtag Crooked Hillary. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's just all this tit for tat. This is a president doing all these petty, petty things. Jeez, God. Oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, uh, you know, just speaking of, you know, like, uh, I saw this video. Yeah. yeah. This video, I think it was from last week. It was a town hall meeting. Uh, it was all tr uh, Trump supporters and Bernie Sanders was there. It was mm. Bernie and Trump land. And he was asking, you know, what about this Muslim re uh, registry? Uh, Bernie was, yeah. you know, I mean, what do you think about that? Asking for the people who were on stage with him who mm. were Trump supporters. And one guy said, well, Trump just said that to open the dialogue. I got to tell you, yeah. these people, I don't know what, what, what is we, wrong. This is how you open the dialogue. Let's have a Christian registry. How about that? Yeah. If you celebrate Christmas, we got to take your name. Well, Dylan Roof. who That, that will open the dialogue right. with Christians. Dylan Roof is a terrorist. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of white people that have involved in terrorist Absolutely. acts. Christian white yeah. people. So I, I think they're at least as dangerous as uh, people who fled countries to come to America yeah. to enjoy religious freedom. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get Mahler involved yeah, I know, in this. No, yeah, I know, Mahler. Oh, uh, right, yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing. Oh, uh, T-Rump has not given a press conference for over four months. His last conference was when he called on Russia to ba uh, hack Hillary's email yeah. servers. Yeah. I don't know what else we need to hear about the Russian involvement. Yeah. I don't know what other thing we people will go, oh, wow, I didn't <coughs> think that, you know, through. T-Rump's transition team is now attempting to distance itself from a 74-part questionnaire circulated at the Department of Energy requesting the names of employees working on specific climate-related projects and the names of employees who have attended climate talks over the last five years. Yeah. It's kind of an enemies list there. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And T-Rump picked former Texas Governor Rick Perry to be sec secretary, energy secretary. Okay. Energy, Department of Energy. Governor Perry famously attempted to propose to abolish the Energy Department, but couldn't remember its name. Yeah, uh, that was a televised debate in 2011 when yeah. Perry was running for president. Yeah, when the, the By the way, this is this is just kind of, you know, grazing here. But Obama's first secretary of energy was Stephen Chu, a Nobel Prize winning physicist who is currently the professor of physics and professor of molecular cellular phys uh, physiology yeah. at Stanford University. Yeah. Uh, when Chu was after four years, they put a new uh, guy in there, Ernest Moniz, who earned his PhD in theoretical physics from Stanford. He went on to join the faculty at MIT and eventually become the head of the physics department and co-chair of the MIT Research Council. And you would think that's the type of person you'd you want in energy what? as the head of the department. Right. Those were Obama's picks. T. Rump picked Rick Perry who failed his college chemistry course and had a transcript riddled with C's and D's, not that that's condemning you for life, but he struggled his way into earning a bachelor's degree in animal science from Texas A&M. That's it. The yeah. Department of Energy's qualifications as far as scholastic achievement goes is in animal sciences. But Nathan, you're overlooking a very important qualification that Rick Perry has. He wears glasses. He looks smarter. Became, oh, remember when he went from I not see. wearing glasses Yo, and yeah. then he put on the glasses? Yeah, he looks much smarter. He looks so much smarter when he put the he glasses on. He doesn't look smarter in. to me. He looks like some sort of, He's, you know, middle-aged model trying he, to look hip. He does. He Jeez. Does. Man, oh, man. <laughs>
This, we're going to hell, Molly. <laughs> we are. Yeah. We're going real fast. I know exactly. T. Rump officially picked the CEO of the world's largest oil company and a man with no political experience to be Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, Chairman and CEO of ExxonMobil. Outside of being friends with Putin. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. They've widely con uh, environmental groups widely condemned the nomination. Yeah. Exxon is facing multiple lawsuits over its role in covering up the science behind climate change. They knew about it in the 70s. Yes. They, they did a, a definitive study in 1976, 75, something yeah. like that, saying that this is causing, yes. And not only was he friends with Putin, uh, Tillerson uh, won Russia's Order of Friendship decoration in yeah. 2013. Yeah. Both Senate Democrats and Republicans have expressed concern about this, about Tillerson. Yeah. One of the focuses of the Senate confirmation hearings will be Exxon's $500 billion oil exploration partnership with Russia. Yeah. That's up around the Arctic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's all the sanctions are going to be lifted. Right. Tillerson's going to make a bundle. Yeah. Putin will make a bundle. And, and the Trump planet will, will burn. And Trump will make a bundle. He's, he's invested in, the, in that pipeline, the, the, yeah. uh, the uh, Dakota Access Pipeline. Yes. Well, and it's Rosneft is the company over there in yeah. Russia. Yeah. It's considered the largest oil dealer in history. Yeah. <sighs> well, now, ExxonMobil is the largest corporation in the world uh, Oil-related. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's, that would be if they d went through with this. I'm well, sorry. That but, would be the largest oil deal in okay, history okay. if if they went through with uh, Exxon and Rosneft. Well, Exxon Mobil is the largest oil company in the world. Yeah. By almost double the next. Yeah. Competitor. I, when I read that, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a lot of money. Uh, the soil, the sanctions there were partly introduced by Hillary Clinton during Obama's administration. Hence, uh, one went, of the reasons during yeah. the intervention in Crimea, Ukraine. In Ukraine, yeah. right? And hence, one of the reasons why there is another rationale for the Russian involvement in trying to change the election results. Meanwhile, more than meanwhile, more than five trillion dollars worth of investments are now pledged to be divested from fossil fuels. That's that, just that's the, the good news. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It's a. It's picking. Remember, we talked about this a few. Maybe a couple of years ago, the uh, the economist from the Bank of England saying, if you want to make money, get out of fossil fuels. Yeah. And it's starting to happen. Yeah. T. Rump officially asked Goldman Sachs President Gary Cohn to be director of National Economic Council. Cohn will become the third Goldman Sachs linked member of Trump's inner circle, yeah. Steve Mnuchin. The Treasury Secretary was the second generation Goldman Sachs executive and Steve Bannon used to work there. The Trump transition team also officially announced that retired four-star Marine General John Kelly, Kelly is Trump's pick. Kellogg. For... Isn't it Kellogg? I have Kelly. Oh, okay. You want to look it up? No, no, no. no John right. Kelly is Trump's pick for Secretary of Homeland Security and the New York Times has reported uh, Trump is considering former Hewitt Packard oh my God. CEO Don't even go Carly there. Fiorina oh God. for Director of National Intelligence. <sighs> Thank you, Mahler. That was right oh, in there. That was in wow. the groove. Thank you very she much. She is special. Yeah. Let me, uh, yeah. That woman is special, let me tell you. T-Rump Pink Montana Congress wow. member Ryan Zinke to be Interior Secretary. Zinke and doesn't believe Nathan? scientists have proven the human impact of climate change. Yeah. He's also long promoted mining and logging on federally held lands. And he's friends with Donald Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they, I think Donald Jr. has a big part in all this kind of craziness here but what do i know yeah. t rump named david friedman a bankruptcy lawyer aligned with the israeli far right as his nominee for ambassador to israel yeah. 
elevating a campaign advisor who had questioned the need for a two-state solution and has likened left-leaning Jews in America to the Jews who aided the Nazis during the Holocaust. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you, that Mahler. Is not, yeah, Mahler. He's on a roll is, now. That's better. Yeah. He's really yeah. picking it up there, isn't he? A handful right. of Senate Republicans have come out saying they may block John Bolton from being confirmed as Deputy Secretary wow. of State if Trump picks him. Wow. Kentucky Republican Senator Rand Paul said he would block John Bolton's potential confirmation, saying, eh, like, you know, sometimes I like Rand, Rand. Yeah, Once in a while. He's, he's got like some good dad. stuff. He, what like he said dad, is yeah. there's something to be said for one of the top diplomats in the country being diplomatic. Yeah. Yeah, thank yeah, you very yeah, much no. again. Yeah. I, I, I really... <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little late, father. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was my fault. I started talking. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, he, during the campaign, I really thought he was going to emerge as one of the leading yeah. contenders. And he, like his dad, <sighs> he says stuff every once in a while. Uh, yeah. Newly released documents revealed retired Army General Michael Flynn, the guy T. Rump picked as our national security advisor, shared classified military information without authorization while he was the U.S. military intelligence chief in Afghanistan. Where's that congressional investigation? Flynn was not disciplined for the intelligence brief, oh, and uh, okay. we don't know what he shared because the investigation itself remains classified. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mother, you're kind of overdoing it there. Yeah. <laughs> In news on Standing Rock, the Justice Department says it will not comply with North Dakota's request to send 100 federal officers to aid in the ongoing police crackdown against Native American water protectors. Yeah. The U.S. Senate approved a bill granting $170 million to Flint, Michigan to help replace pipes that are leaching toxic lead into Flint's drinking water. It's been over a year. I was going to say, what the hell And they're hell's still drinking on? lead water over there. They're still getting bottled water. This is insane. Yeah. This is like a third world response to, to, a, a, yeah. to a crisis. In a North Carolina, of, Republican God. legislators called a surprise special session with the aim of restricting some of incoming Democratic Governor Roy Cooper's power. He beat incumbent Republican Governor Pat McCrory. Yeah. So they so when Democrats win, the Republicans do everything in their power to reduce the, uh, the power yeah. of the Democrats. They're, they're trying to make it so that he basically yeah. can't be governor. Yeah. 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 This is what are we doing? Why are we putting up with this? They're you, attempting to impose measures gosh. to require state Senate approval for all, all of, of, of his picks, yeah, cabinet picks, which yeah. means they run the Senate. So that's and, that. And they're also trying to strip him of power to appoint. Well, I don't care about this tr University of North Carolina trustees, but also, I think, in uh, for the justices on their Supreme Court. This is nuts. Yeah. In Ohio, Governor John Kasich vote, voted a piece of anti abortion legislation he vetoed that yes. that would have banned abortion from the moment a heartbeat can be de uh, detected that's about six weeks but he signed uh, another yeah. piece of legislation See, taking it up switch. to 20 weeks yeah. even in the case of rape or incest it's a bait and switch by it's going to be an unconstitutional thing they're going to go after that right yeah. and by the way the six weeks most i think most women don't even know they're pregnant yeah. for at least that long a time Meanwhile, in Oklahoma, lawmakers approved new regulations that will require all facilities with public bathrooms licensed by the state health department to post anti-abortion signs, advertising websites and information. Yeah. And uh, in financial news, yeah. Wells Fargo failed for the second time this year. Yes. 
The Living Will Regulatory Test, a key evaluation established after the 2008 financial crisis, the test judges whether banks have plans in place to avoid crashing the global economy in the event of a bank failure. Who needs that? that by the way, take note of that. That's That could be a canary in the coal mine right there, yeah. that little news item. Yeah. I, I, that might be telling us something that we need to know. Yeah, that now. they nobody wants to do this anymore, and and our money in the bank will not be insured. You're right. This this is yeah. That feels like it. because it's been now almost well, eight years. Almost we're coming up on about the ten year mark, and that's usually about the time our financial system looks like it's going to collapse. Yeah, about every ten, twelve years or so. Yeah. In Bakersfield, California, yeah. Francisco Cerna, a seventy-three year old man holding a crucifix. Six crucifix. Yeah. <laughs> I need a drink of water. Uh, you got one? Oh, here, here I got one. Here. I got some. Here we go. It's got a little something in it, though. Yeah. yeah okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's holding a crucifix. Yeah. 73. He's walking guy, around. Yeah. He's got dementia. It's it's midnight, but yeah. he needs to walk around Early to get to sleep. Early dementia, walking around. Some lady sees him. Yeah. She thinks he's holding a gun. That's he what just she has said. a crucifix That's in his hand. That's what she thinks. You're she right. thinks she calls the police. They come over. They 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 say, uh, you know, uh, get your hands out of your pockets. He doesn't get the hands out of his pockets. They shoot him seven times, yeah, dead. Dead. Seventy-three year old man wandering yeah. around a neighborhood. By the way, Bakersfield or Kern County, I yeah. think no, I think Bakersfield has the highest rate of police shootings in the state of California. Yeah. I have that news item here. I will call it up, but I yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's disgusting, is what it yeah. is. They have the highest rate of I, killing people. I think police. there's a great fear in this country right now. Oh yeah, yeah, Kern and, County. And this, yes, this is part of that great fear. Can you imagine? First of all, the woman who called in. Yeah, she's brought afraid. in the paranoia. Yeah, she's afraid. Kern County has the lar highest rate of police killings of civilians. Yep per capita of any county in the United States. And after nearly a week of painful testimony that vividly recreated the massacre at this city's famed, uh, well, at, at the uh, Mother Emanuel Church, yeah. we're talking about Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof, uh, the terrorist, yeah. Dylan Roof, yeah. yeah. He was charged with uh, 33 counts of murder. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Ah, I'm exhausted. I, I didn't think I'd get, this is more news than we've ever read. I, you really are. You're I'm distracted. You are killing it today. I'm just going to say yeah, that. I don't know about uh, that. You are. You're I'm, I'm done unless you got something. I got a couple of things. Well, uh, speaking, hurry up. Of, speaking of race, uh, the in West Virginia government worker has sparked an outrage by calling o Michelle Obama an ape in in heels. Well, that happened during the campaign. Okay. And and she uh, she has her job back. Uh, That's the news. Okay. She got her uh, job yeah, back. I'm sorry. Okay. That wasn't so You're good. Not sorry. That wasn't so good. The woman who called Michelle Obama an ape in heels has yeah. her job back. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well, maybe I don't have anything. <laughs> that, I, mean, I thought I did. It? No, no, there was I one other thing. There was one cool story. That was it? That was it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 scientist. Oh, yeah, no. Well, you know, giraffes are on the verge of extinction. I don't know if you know that. Um, uh, they, oh, here it is. Here it is. Back in the United States, we, that's where we are, the number of people killed by police and law enforcement agents this year has now topped 1,000 people. Wow. Law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, this is a database compiled by The Guardian. That's it. And finally, police in Mobile, Alabama, faked an incident of police brutality as part of a man's wedding proposal. They faked it. They pulled Dewan McPherson over <sighs> and drew inactive tasers on him. They weren't working. You know, they, they right, took the charge out right, right. before allowing Dewan to reach into his pocket and pull out a ring for Shawana Blackman, his girlfriend, who by this time was crying frantically because she thought her boyfriend was about to be tased. Oh, my. 
In defense of uh, his faux police brutality wedding proposal, Daywin said, I felt like that was the perfect setup to do something like that and bring everyone together. <laughs> you can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.